Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Last Leg. I'm your host, Alexa McCarthy, and I'm here in the basement of Holden Hall and Impact Radio Studios talking with redshirt freshman thrower Caitlin Daniels. Caitlin's already competing in the or has been competing in the Green White this summer and traveled to Eugene, Oregon to compete in the USA Track and Field Junior Championship two weekends ago. She placed second in the discus and third in the shot put and will be returning to Hayward Field to compete in the World Junior Championship July 24th and 25th. Um, she will be representing representing not only MSU but also the United States. Quite an introduction, Caitlin, but welcome to the show. <laughs> so I guess let's start off with the basics. So from my understanding, you've been an athlete all your life. And you're also a musician, like competitive dancer, and a gymnast. What was? Yeah, I did all that growing up. Yeah, so you were kind of like an all around. You were just one of those kids that did everything. <laughs> yeah, my mom had a huge part in that. A lot of it was like you're going to try this sport, and then I ended up sticking with track and liking that the best. Did you start track and field when you got into high school, or like how did how did you get into the sport and ultimately uh, throwing? Uh, my mom told me that I was going to try track. In middle school, so I just, like, I didn't really know anything about it. So I went to practice, and she said she thought I'd be good at throwing, but at the time I was a lot smaller, so my coaches didn't really think that throwing is what I should be doing. So it took me, like, pretty much a year to convince them to let me to try it. And then from there, I was doing throwing and, like, long jump and high jump, and then I ran the 4 by one So Oh, wow. And then my junior and senior year, I started getting into more just throwing. Right. But you also did competitive dance and gymnastics. How long did you do um, that for? Yeah, it was like kind of an unusual mix. It's not really a thrower type thing to be doing stuff like <laughs> that. But I did competitive gymnastics for a club team through age like 10, I, I believe. And then uh, I competed for the high school gymnastics team through my sophomore year. And then we started backing out of that because we didn't want injuries. And then, yeah, competitive dance I did all the way through my senior year of high school. Well, that's so interesting because, like, I mean, those are two sports that are based off of perfectionism. Yes. <laughs> so, like, which not to say that other sports aren't, but it's just, like, that's what's emphasized. I guess, like, how is that going from those those sports or activities to track and field? Like, how did those mix? Well, actually, like, with throwing, it's a pretty much it's a perfect one because uh-huh. a lot of throwing is so technical and everything in dance and gymnastics is, like, down to timing and the technique more so than, like, I don't know. I mean, obviously, you have to be powerful and everything, but technique is what really will carry you through yeah. your performance and gymnastics, dance, and track. So those meshed pretty well together, and it gave me a lot of, like, the balance and coordination that I needed to be good at throwing. So it's not as different as you might think it would be Yeah, comparing them at, like, first glance. but Right. Well, and it's, I think people don't compete or they don't run or compete in track and field – they don't realize how um, how the way your body, like, I mean, you use certain muscles in your body, but if your body's not balanced, then, it, you know, the other parts don't work as well. So you kind of have to, I mean, I would imagine dance and gym, gymnastic, it's all about, I mean, balancing and balancing on all your body, but I guess Yeah, I things. mean, that's a really, it's an all-around thing, especially gymnastics. Gymnastics, you use muscles that you didn't even know existed. So, like, yeah. going, like going from that, and a lot of people don't realize, like, they think throwing is just, like, you can eat whatever you want mm-hmm. and then go do it, and that's not really how it works. You have to have all-around strength to be a thrower, and so you're training your entire body. So, really going from gymnastics where you're working everything, is, I mean, was an easy transition into throwing where you're also working every part of your body. Right. So again, so your senior year of high school, you you won Division One state championship in the shot put and the discus, correct? Yes. 
in high school, so you said that junior and senior year, you really started focusing on rowing. I guess, like, what kind of made you start focusing on that more? Well, originally we thought that I was going to go to college and do the heptathlon, but then I just really started to take to throwing, and um, that's where I went to states in my sophomore year. And so I just realized that I was starting to get pretty good at that, and that if I put on, like, some muscle and started to back out of the other events and really focus on it, I could actually do something with throwing. And also I just liked it better, like, Mm -hmm. than the idea of being a half-athlete. So I just um, kind of geared my body to do that. So by your junior year, you knew you were going to go to college to, for athletics. Did you have like that in mind? Um, I didn't. I didn't have like an assurance. Like I, I couldn't have said like, yeah, I'm definitely going to college. I had like an aspiration to do that, mm-hmm. and so that's. I really started to work towards that. My towards the end of like, oh, I would say towards the end of my sophomore years when I started realizing that I like wanted loved it enough to do it in college, and so that's when I started putting in a little bit more work and a little more effort into the sport. But uh, I definitely couldn't say that I knew I was going to do it because it's such a privilege and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it was very exciting to actually <laughs> be able to do something that you love in college. Right. And so, I mean, obviously you ended up choosing MSU, but, like, what was your recruiting journey like? Like, what was that experience for you? Um, It's, like... It's one of the most amazing things in the entire world to, like, feel like a bunch of people are interested in you. (laughs) That's a simple way to put it, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, so, like, it's easy to get, like, a big head through all that, I guess, but you just have to remember that it's such a blessing and, like, a privilege to have the opportunity. But really, like, since I grew up in Ohio, like, going into it, I was, like, completely against the idea of looking outside of Ohio, like, um, and then my high school track coach actually played football at Michigan State. So he was like, go up there and look at it. And I ended up like absolutely loving it. And really, I knew that I was going to go there from the first time that I went to campus and everything like that. Wow. Yeah, because you're kind of crossing enemy lines coming here a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> so did you, so you were looking at just Ohio schools. So you looking at, were you looking at like Ohio State and like the bigger schools there? Um. Yeah, I, I mean, really the only, I was looking at Ohio State and then uh, I wanted to stay in the Big Ten was really mm-hmm. my goal, but I also looked at um, Kentucky. Okay. Because, yeah, I don't know, I just grew up loving the conference, so I just yeah. wanted to stay in that range. It is, I mean, did it is definitely a very, of a good conference to be in, I mean, from what Oh, I, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. If you like the Midwest, yeah. <laughs> you got to stay in the Big Ten. Well, and family is, like, one of my biggest things, and my family is all around here and in Kentucky, uh-huh. so I just wanted to stay close so that they could actually come to my meet stuff. You said you knew kind of, you knew right away that you wanted to come here? Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> was, I guess, what about, like, what was it about, like, the team and, like, the coaches that like, attracted to compete here? Well, um, the team, like, everyone's just a big bunch of goofballs, which is exactly my personality. <laughs> like, I, I fit in right, right away with the team, and, like, we're all goofy, but at the same time, we are very serious about what we do, and we have uh, very high team goals. I mean, the cross-country team has won, I think, like, in the past four years, three Big Ten championships. Yeah. There's just, like, I mean, there's a really high success rate, and Coach Strath expects a lot out of this program. And that's, I mean, he, as a head coach, that's what attracted me here because, um, I like the vision that he has for the team because he sees us like every year. The goal is to win a Big Ten championship and to have as many people as we can go to nationals, and that's just a good environment to be in. But actually, like the throwing coach that recruited me here, Coach Newell, he ended up leaving before I left. Yeah. Or like before I even came to school. So the new coach that we have, Coach Mag, is mm-hmm. like 
obviously that's a nerve-wracking experience right. coming into it with a brand-new coach. But he's been phenomenal and, like, the best coach that I could possibly ask for as far as form and a person. So, I mean, it's been the best decision I've ever made, really. Wow. Yeah, I've I've talked to Coach Mag a bit, and he's he's a really I mean he's a really nice guy. He's always, he's, he's always joking guy. around. Yeah, he seems like he really knows his stuff, but isn't too serious. I mean, takes things seriously, but is able to kind of keep keep it light. Which um, I've Absolutely. noticed. I've, I've covered the, <laughs> I've covered the team quite a bit, and there's always something to laugh about. Well, that's good. I mean, and you say that's like the best decision you've ever made. I mean, going through the process yeah, 100%. of wow. I mean, like. I guess I mean I guess every you know student has like the decision to um, you know pick a school and stuff like that. But like, does going through a, something like that, like a recruiting process and choosing you know where you're going to compete, I mean, how does that? Do you feel like it kind of changes you, or like what mentally, like how does that work? Um, if, um, I say absolutely, it changes you because like, I mean, yes, you have to consider the academics, but really choosing any school in the Big Ten is. I mean, you're not going to lose academically. Mm-hmm. So um, athletically, like, I just wanted to pick somewhere that I'd be proud to represent. And, like, even on the roughest day, it would be somewhere that yeah. I'd still be, like, you know, excited to compete for. And that's exactly what Michigan State is. And, like, it's made me realize, like, I mean, in high school, yeah, you're competing for your high school. But in college, the name's a lot bigger. So um, it's just given me, like, a great sense of pride, really. That's yeah. the biggest thing that's changed. And you are wanting to do well for Sorry. your school. Right. And you're also a very, you know, gifted student. Um, <laughs> um, you're a, you're a biology, you're a, uh, remind me of your exact major again. Uh, doubling in human biology and psychology. Okay. So, so that alone. So not a lot of athletes, I mean, not a lot of athletes take on majors like that. Were you, did you know going into college what major you wanted to do? Um, not, not necessarily. Cause I went into college thinking that I wanted to be a vet. Mm-hmm. And so I was an animal science major, and then I switched it to kinesiology because I was going to do physical therapy. I was trying to get out of taking organic chemistry just because of the <laughs> You can't so get out of that. <laughs> exactly. So then I decided, like, as I, you know, as I took, I actually ended up taking chemistry and absolutely loving it. It's mm-hmm. my favorite class now. So I switched my major into human biology and psychology because I think that. I want to go down the pre-med track now, and I think that's what I was always meant to do. I was just kind of, like, shying away from yeah. it because I was worried about the classes. But, I mean, we have so many resources to help you that it's really – it's hard not to succeed. Yeah, so – Everything that the athletic teams provide you. Right, because, I mean, you hear about, like, stories about kids who say, oh, you know, I said I wanted – I'm not saying just necessarily at MSU, but just college athletes, and, you know, they're they're kind of told they can't do certain majors, but you never – obviously you never felt – felt that you were able to you felt that you were able to kind of pursue what you wanted to it's definitely daunting at first you know going to college you think I'm going to be traveling all year round so like that was my first initial thought but like everyone on my team especially coach mag is just so supportive of academics and they really make you feel like you know academics come first Mm -hmm. and that's a great thing about Michigan State is that it always comes first academically and, like, Coach Mag's been so flexible letting me pick, you know, the chemistry professor that I wanted to take, even though that kind of conflicted with practice times. And he'll work around it. So, yeah. they, I mean, the, the resources are limitless, and they allow you to just really, like, pursue what you actually want to do, which is great. Wow. That's that's always good to hear. Like, <laughs> good yeah. to hear that. Normally you don't hear that, but. Right. But my ultimate goal would be to go to medical school and get, like, a professional degree, because really your academics, 
or what's going to sustain you and everything. And that's what I'm really interested in. But I just have to like do some more research to figure out what part of that field I want to go into. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know exactly what I want to do. So it's okay if you don't either. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So let's talk about the, um, the whole national world championship thing. Cause that's kind of the, that's, that's kind of like the big thing. Um, kind of a big deal. So have you ever been to Eugene before this year? Two weekends ago is my first time in Eugene. Um, I've been to Alaska before and they're like, similar kind of the same. Looking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Eugene's still really cool, especially the tech. That's what I've, I mean. That's what I've heard. I think like, and I've said this like in all my other like podcasts, it's like the Mecca Track and field and cross country athletes. Yeah. It's so cool. All the other like all the other track and field athletes like they, they can't say good enough things. They're just... <laughs> so it's fun to yeah, hear I mean, about. It's like weird because you go there and it's like somebody actually cares about track and field. Yeah, it's very different. Yeah, it is weird. <laughs> I wish it was like that everywhere everywhere else. But um, I guess what was the journey to get to get there and to get the, to these championships? Like, did you this past year? Did you have these like in mind? Was that a goal? Um, it was a, it was kind of like a, it seemed really far off, like, until we actually got on the plane to go there, but, uh, and I actually didn't even really think I was going to qualify, because the way the first half of the season was going, it was a little rough and spotty, but I hit, and I hit the mark, like, really late that you needed to, uh-huh. and I started progressing at practice, just randomly out of the blue, kind of like a tiffany, and wow. so, then I started getting a little better, and I definitely didn't expect the competition to end up how it did because I started out with two fouls so I was like well this is awesome yeah yeah I mean because you I mean you finished second and third like that definitely I mean obviously I would imagine it was it was hard and it was hard competition but you obviously succeeded I guess yeah um, it's amazing because like it's weird because at normal meets you'll have like a wide variety of like distances and at this meet it's like everyone is really good so you yeah. kind of don't feel like I mean you're not as sure of yourself competing at something like this because there's nobody like that you can necessarily say is like below you everybody is phenomenal here right so and then so because you redshirted this past year you weren't I mean you competed at a couple a couple meets correct just like um independently yeah, I uh, I did a couple meets like where I'd drive up with my other teammates that were redshirting and we'd compete, but none of those went like exceedingly well. Uh-huh. So I was a little concerned going into this meet, but I was happy with how it turned out. I would imagine was this the biggest meet you had ever been to? I mean, what's that like? Just going to like such a big, impressive, probably a little bit scary. Uh- <laughs> uh, yeah, it was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was like awesome to compete because like I'm especially excited for the world meet because you know everybody there is going to be rooting for the United States whereas yeah. it was a little more spread out nationally at the nationals but um no it was it was really nerve-wracking to compete there but it was also very very cool and so how many um girls competed or not competed qualified for worlds uh worlds they take the top two and you okay. can and then third and fourth are the first alternates to team usa okay. so it's very it's a very very limited number uh-huh. which is uh, which was like made it very scary to compete and try to qualify for it but can't be like more proud of how the results turned out i'm very fortunate right obviously since school ended you I mean, you've been here um, conditioning and training, and obviously your numbers have, or you've improved greatly since, like you said, since, like, the season. I would imagine it's just training hitting you and just 
finally working? I mean, can you kind of talk um, about that? It's like I, the only person that I can even – the only person that I mean can even give credit to is Coach Mag because he, I, he's just the most patient person in the entire world. So, like, learning the technique, I had to change a lot from high school. Mm-hmm. So it was very, very frustrating because I just wasn't getting it for the longest time, and then things kind of started to click in place. I mean, I still have – a very, very long journey to go. I would say we're about probably 30% of the way as wow. far as technique goes, which lets you know how complicated it is. But yeah. he was so patient. So, I mean, I really give every bit of credit to him as far as that goes. So have you, so you've been here in East Lansing um, training. I mean, so you've been just living on the dorms. What is it like just being here and training? Like, are you taking any classes or what have you been, what have you been up to besides that? Um, I took a class the first semester. I took a food science class because I was thinking, you know, throwers, we like to eat, OZ, to do in. That was like a good choice. And it was a pretty entertaining class because I liked the chemistry part of it. Yeah. But uh, I didn't take any classes second semester. I basically just kind of like watched Netflix and That's solid. trained. Yeah. <laughs> I know because East Lansing can be a little sleepy in the summer, but it's nice because in the fall it's kind of turns into like a whole other whole other animal so it's nice to be here and just relax yeah it was nice and then you know i have a couple close friends around that i go hang out with and stuff and then i went home for like about three weeks this summer yeah and you you're from around columbus yeah columbus ohio okay easiest way to describe it (laughs) (laughs) all right we'll just we'll keep it at that okay and so also you mentioned that you were working at the at a kids camp at a kids sports camp correct Oh, yeah, I worked that. What did you do? How was that? How was that? <laughs> um, it, was, it was really fun. We, uh, I got to talk to, you know, a bunch of kids, and I, like, I love doing stuff like that. Yeah. It's just great to, like, teach other people what you love to do. And um, I've grown up teaching, like, dance camps and everything, because that's what I used to do mm-hmm. as my summer job. And so, I mean, I really enjoy stuff like that. And then I got to throw with the kids. So, like, it was really exhausting, because I threw, like, for probably, like, four hours out of the day every day oh yeah (laughs) oh man funny so also i heard you really like scary movies which is funny because i like don't like scary movies but i'm like always impressed with people who like really do yeah i'm very big into (laughs) those what are your some of your what are some of your favorites um i really like silence of the lambs and like halloween and all the like classic horror movies and then um I don't really think any of the new ones are that great. It's been kind of disappointing, especially with the ending. But, uh, yeah, just all the old classic ones are really good. I'm really into, like, the – it sounds so, like, disturbing to say, but, like, the ones that feature, like, the serial killers. So I'm really interested in, like, the psychology. Oh, okay. That's really cool. That. Yeah. So that's – I tend to go more that way. Yeah. And I don't really do any of the paranormal stuff because I think it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's kind of dumb. But you're also a uh, psychology minor, correct? Um, I, I want to do a double major. Oh, okay. I want to, I want to major in psych as well, but yeah. Oh, okay. So that all makes sense why you like scary movies. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, do you have, I bet this is Impact Sports, so they'll probably want me to ask this. Um, do you have an opinion on LeBron James going back to Cleveland? Since oh, you're from I'm Ohio. I'm excited. I know that people like, you know, shame him or whatever, but he's one of the best athletes in the world and I can't wait to see him play at home again. Like, you can't hit on anybody that's from Ohio. That's funny. I don't. I'm from actually from Florida, and I don't like the Miami Heat. I was really disappointed when he went to Miami. So I'm I'm glad to see him back <laughs> in Ohio. Going yeah, I'm back very to... excited. Is he one of your favorite? So I guess I read that he's one of your favorite athletes. Yeah, he's one. He's definitely one of my favorite athletes. I mean, 
just the kind of I think he's been the MVP four times. So mm-hmm. just like I mean, he the incredible athleticism and dedication that he shows. Like I've seen a bunch of his uh, workouts and stuff before games, and he it's just amazing to me. Like to be so dominant. Like I don't know, I'm completely impressed by him. I didn't really understand like the whole Ohio like going back to. Um like competing at nationals and worlds, what is it like? Kind of because you're going by yourself. I mean, obviously you're competing for MSU and now for United States, and you're kind of part of a team, but like, it's a very individual sport. But you know, you're without your team. Um, it's a like it's just it's not really that different as far as competition goes because, mm-hmm. like you said, it is a really individualized sport. But like as far as uh, not having your team there, it kind of sucks because like they're all they're all really awesome people and they're very fun to hang around with. So like in your downtime. That's a little different, and then obviously, like your team's there to support you all the time, one hundred percent. So you miss that a little bit, but really, as far as competition goes, like everyone on track is so spread out, so it's really not that different. Yeah, and have you gotten to know any of the girls on the team for USA? Um, I know a couple. Like we have this uh, boxer, is what Team USA uses to come communicate with so it's like this like texting app or and it's, you can walkie talkie stuff mm-hmm. on there too and there have been people that like they messaged it probably like 7,000 times a couple of the sprinters so I know who they are but they <laughs> probably don't know me yet that's funny <laughs> and then I know all the throwers like I've talked to several of them outside of the app because the app can be very overwhelming mm-hmm. if you just sit there and get notifications but yeah yeah Oh, well, it's cool. I would imagine they're from all over U- the United States. Yeah, just, like, all over the place. Uh, two of my fr- thrower friends, one's from California, one's from Colorado. I know another one from um, New Jersey, and then another thrower from uh, Alabama. So, like, they're all over the place. You're kind of figuring out in your journey to, like, the Nationals and Worlds, but um, I guess – did was was it Coach Mag's idea like for you to kind of compete in this? Um, or because I know a lot of different, I mean, a lot of the athletes don't get the chance to, I guess. Like, what was yeah, he just kind of was like, Do you want to compete in worlds? Like, he was like, I think with how we're throwing that we could make it there. And I was like, Um, yeah, that's fine. Like, I really didn't know what it was. And so he just kind of introduced me to it and made sure I was hitting the marks that I needed to to get there. So he was really on top of that, and then I got there and realized how cool it was, and I was really glad that he pushed me to do that. Yeah, and so next year with being, um, you know, you'll be competing with the team. I mean, I imagine are you yeah. looking, you're looking to go to obviously the Nationals for, you know, NCAA, but is this going to be a goal again next year? Um, I exceed the age limit, I believe, for this particular competition, but oh, okay. yeah, Oh, because it's juniors, correct? NCAA's, and um, I definitely would like to make USA's at some point, so it all just depends. The next competition that I'm eligible for is the under-23 Okay. games. I don't really know what that's called, but uh, that's, I think we're going to try to qualify for that as well at some point. Because when's the next – when is the next Summer Olympics that's in – Three three years? Uh, twenty sixteen. Oh yeah. Okay. I should know that. Yeah. Um so I mean you're not that you know, you're not that far off. Um, I guess um, it would take some work. I would love to throw at the trials for that. That's my goal. And so that that shouldn't be hopefully unattainable. But yeah. uh, we'll see how the actual throwing's going before I like 
set up any goals to like make the team or something, but I would definitely right. love to throw out the trials and then I might train post collegiately while I'm in medical school, but I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Cause a lot of times, I mean, obviously everyone's going to the Olympics, but just to go to trials, um, from what I've heard, um, is an experience in itself. Oh yeah. And I mean, absolutely. And I like, I would not be disappointed if that was where I finished my career saying I got to go to the trials. Cause that's still like, a phenomenal experience. It'll all just depend on how, but throwers are like a little different too, because they tend to peak at like in the late twenties, uh-huh. early thirties is where our peak age is. So it's kind of like most of them make it post collegiately. Right. Whereas runners and it's a lot harder. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll all just depend on how my body is working and like how close I would actually be to making the team if I decide to train post collegiately. Right. <laughs> okay well cool well have a nice flight and i hope your training goes well um thank you well cool well have a nice night and thank you so much for joining me no problem again that was caitlin daniels who is a red shirt freshman thrower for msu track and field and this summer has been training and competing for the world championship which is this coming weekend july 24th and 25th and there she will be competing in the discus and the shot put we wish her all the best and we'll be staying up to date on how she does Um, in Eugene, Oregon this weekend. Again, I'm Alexa McCarthy for The Last Leg and for MSU Impact Sports.